Welcome to Chatting with Channing, the podcast for Channing School that lets you, the listener, find out more by hearing from people throughout the school community. Each episode, you'll hear real stories from staff, from pupils, from parents and the school's alumni to give you a true reflection of life on Highgate Hill. So let's get into this episode right now of Chatting with Channing. In this episode, we talk to Vivian Penglaze, who teaches the London Academy of Music and Dramatic Arts syllabus at Channing School. We talk about the drama exams and how students benefit from working towards them. We'll also catch up with some students to find out what's great about studying drama. And as a real treat, we're going to hear some extracts from the students' exam pieces. I'm really looking forward to that. So let's meet Miss Penglays, and we're going to meet some of her students too. So Miss Penglays, lovely to meet you. Can you tell me a little bit about your background? Hello. Um, yes, at school, I was in every single production that was ever going. Uh, when I was in the sixth form, I ended up being in The Merry Wives of Windsor. I was one of the wives. And my favourite one was being in a sixth form play called The Way of the World by Congreve, where I was Lady Wishfort. Oh, very um, nice. <laughs> I was, <laughs> indeed, indeed. Um, and at the same time, I was also in the National Youth Theatre and I was in the Milverton Amateur Dram- Dramatics and any opportunity for performing, I used to get myself involved. I loved it. Um, my proudest moment for the National Youth Theatre was when I was um, Anita in West Side Story in the Taunton Brewhouse Theatre. I spent a Gosh. summer um, perfecting my Puerto Rican accent. So um, that was, yeah, a boy like that who killed your brother, <laughs> forget that boy and find another. I was very proud of it. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Well, thank you. So also, the, while I was doing all my drama, I was also doing lots of music. Um, so I was in every music ensemble as well, because I did my violin. Um, but I preferred viola when I took it up. And then I was in the National Youth Orchestra, the Taunton Youth Orchestra. And I also, my first love was piano. And I did kind of my grade eight distinction. And so I was... I, I was really, I adored performing. I love my studies, but all alongside it, I always had drama and music as this wonderful sort of passion and love to support it all. And now you have the perfect job. Yes, exactly that. Um, that's so true. Um, meanwhile, on Saturdays, I went to the Guildhall and did all my exams. The kind of they, the Guildhall did exams a bit like the Lambda ones, or the Lambda are better now. That's what I think. Um, And I did English music and history at A-level. Then I went on to do an English degree with special papers in drama at the National uh, Royal Mm. Holloway and Bedford New College, which is part of London University now. And then I went to try and be an actress for a year. And I worked sort of professionally on and off and as a waitress on and off um, and in shops. But I'd always actually wanted to be a teacher but I just didn't feel I was old enough. And after traveling the world and doing all of that, I thought maybe I am old enough. And so I did a PGCE um, and realized um, that being a young and enthusiastic teacher actually helped because you could really connect with your students. So while I was teaching, I worked at the Tower Theatre again because my love of drama, just teaching drama and English wasn't enough. I had to do stuff. I wanted to perform. So I was at the Tower Theatre and there I was on stage and backstage. And that was just so fun. The, the amazing thing we had was every Sunday it was a repertory company and there was a production on all week. Um, a show a night and twice on Wednesdays and Saturdays and then on a Sunday you would come in uh, at the crack of the dawn we would strike that set which means rip it all apart and then build the new set for the new production and it would all happen in a day and that was it was so that was an amazing amount of plays and productions to see and be part of the funny thing about I guess 
why I'm into drama. It's interesting because I have a brother and sister. Neither of them into it. My my brother's a total physicist um, and loves science and sport. Um, but I was named after my great 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 grandmother. She was Vivienne, and she was a French Jewess. Apparently, I look quite like her, but she was also an actress, but in Australia because they'd fled from France to Australia um, in the kind of 1800s. And she and her husband were an actor and uh, actress couple, but sometimes they had different touring schedules. So there were some lovely letters in my family which have them talking to each other through letters about their productions and domestic items like I need to buy um, more hose. (laughs) So so I also feel like I'm part of a legacy. It's really kind of lovely to have her name and also be interested. It's weird how things come out in one's genes, I think, maybe. So yes, that's that's sort of my history and background. Well, you do obviously have the perfect job and very well fitted for it. I think the thing I find is, for some people is that having done it is so useful for young people, isn't it? Because you can pass on not only the sort of academic side of life, but you do have the experience to pass to them, don't you? Absolutely. And I think, well, that's, it's doing it and finding it hard sometimes and having to do productions and being in performances that you weren't so proud of when you look back on them, that really helps you. And Stanislavski, the biggest practitioner, had that element where he was actually a bad performer. And that's why he created his system was because he wanted to become a better actor. So there's that interesting, Mm. yeah, passing on, developing techniques and also, but then there's also that element where as young people and students, they have to find it for themselves. It's that lovely balance in drama where you're passing on some knowledge, but also they're having to discover it for themselves. So. Mm. We talked about the, the syllabus of the London Academy of Music and Dramatic Art, much better known as Lambda. You mentioned Guildhall and obviously there are other uh, syllabus or syllabi that you can, uh, you can study, but why do you choose Lambda? So Lambda is the... I love it because it is the biggest, it's the most widely recognised of the boards and it's the largest board in the um, British Isles. But also they have such a range of syllabuses from the communications and acting and then within acting there are all these different aspects of it as well. Um, So that in kind of qualification terms from grade um, six, seven and eight, those are recognised by Ofqual and UCAS so that they attract UCAS points to the fact that I can choose for the students for them to do the acting combined syllabus, which means that they can do monologues and duologues, which means that they get the best of both worlds where they learn the skills of working with people, but they also have the skill of doing the monologue where they're on their own and kind of working through that. Mm. And we talk about breadth. Just explain how it works, because they are working towards exams, aren't they? Yes, absolutely. So um, one of the things is in terms of their skills, what happens at the very beginning of the course is that they start by picking pieces. That's what's really wonderful about this course is that they get to choose the material that they are working on. So they have parameters, which I help them with, where it has to be a monologue and a duologue. One piece has to be from a set list. So there are 20 at each um, grade where they, so they need to pick one of those set pieces from Lambda. But then the other piece can be a really free choice. So in terms of the only parameter is that it has to be very contrasting. So if they've chosen 
in something that's a comedy, then they need to try and think of something more serious or a tragedy. If it's contemporary, maybe something from a different historical period, um, Victorian, Shakespearean, classical. Um, but what's wonderful is it doesn't have to be from a play. It can be adapted from a novel or from a manga or it can be from a film. And that's been what's very exciting with the Channing students is that for the own choice pieces, they've been incredibly bold and ambitious. Last year, we had two adaptations from a manga. We also had someone who selected a monologue from Fences, the movie, other people who have a novel or a character that they really love, they can adapt a monologue from within the novel. And so we, I mean, I, I started the scheme at Channing and it is very important to me that they have a really invested ownership on the pieces that they pick. That I've, mm. I've worked in other schools where people are just given pieces and told that's the piece that they have to do. Um, but although it takes a while and sometimes a time and people can even be changing sometimes, um, but that's really great to me because it means that they're thinking and caring and actually are in, invested. And it means that Actually, it's a pleasure for them to then work on interpreting the character, applying the skills from lessons, and then refining it all the way through. And I think there is that element of project management, which is a great thing, where you're starting at the beginning with nothing, and then between us all, we work over a whole year on creating these characters, scenes, interpretations. And so there's a whole host of skills that go alongside that as well. Well, it sounds like it's changed a lot since my day when I was literally given the pieces. I always used to actually find it incredibly exciting when the pieces came out and you would look through and think, oh, do I like, oh, yes, I can do that. I can do that. I find it fabulously exciting. But I kind of know why. But you tell me why students should take drama. I think there's a huge amount of skills from it. But you tell me. Yes. Well, um, just to explain a little bit about perhaps how it's taught here. So we have the uh, lessons happen at lunchtime and after school and they're in groups of four and they involve mostly practical work with a little bit of theory. But why I think students should take it, well, the people who it might be good for, I don't think anyone should do anything. I think they should choose um, to take it if they would like to. But what Lambda does is it really supplements the curriculum drama, which is much more ensemble based. So there's so anyone who really loves drama and who wants to develop acting skills, it's really stretch and challenge for them because they are um, getting individual acting coaching and you get to choose two characters and you are the star in your two pieces and you really, um, there's nowhere um, to hide it's just up to you to develop a complex and nuanced performance um, also people so it's really exciting to see those who are passionate about drama doing drama and it's so fun to work with them but equally it's just as rewarding for pe- for me to work with people who actually feel a little bit shy of talking and mm-hmm. don't have so much confidence speaking and feel maybe nervous about speaking in class even because I really think the course helps p- everyone um, confident and not confident people to find their voice genuinely to find their voice through doing different voices and finding a voice yeah. for their character but also helping to sort of find their feet and connecting voice and body that kind of embodying a character is really good for us as human beings like connecting brain and body and mind and spe- what we're speaking so it's a really good sort of integrated process but also anyone who loves stories I think they should do it because if you love characters and imaginative play there's loads of practical fun to be had in the classroom and outside and then you get a qualification at the end of it so you get to play and um, have fun but also have the qualification also for people perhaps who want to mix with people beyond their form group but other people within their year group the love that one of the things that I've 
seen over my years here, which is so touching, is that trust gets developed, you know, in this classroom of four. We're a special four and it's a supportive place, but you also have to put yourself out there, make choices. And by the end of the course, people are such firm friends um, and they might not have even known each other at the beginning of the course. And I think, I mean, that's true of all drama where every ensemble is a very special thing and you tend to pick up Mm. friends from each production that you've ever been in. So that's some people might want to do something practical beyond the form group. But also Mm. words. I loved, um, I thought dramatists and characters put words to things more beautifully and powerfully than I could Uh, um, and so that anyone who loves words and wants to play with words and expression it's also a place for that I think the other thing it can be is just a wonderful distraction from life Mm. you know this you know it's important to have spaces to play I mean Brecht said you can't put on a play unless you play and you do have to experiment drama is serious fun and in quotation marks um people who like to bring together perhaps that intellect with practical and creative all those bits get put together in drama sort of it pulls Mm. on all your different intelligences but and you and yet you also have to be someone who's willing to experiment because it's scientific method only by experimentation do you discover things and so there's all of that those dynamics that are going on so it can different people for different reasons might find it really useful I think yeah Yes, just thinking back, actually, um, one of my closest friends who went on to be a very senior uh, nursing person said, actually, people still say to her now, oh, did you do elocution? Did you do drama? Because she just has no fear of talking to people in the kind of forum that she has. So I think it's it's so valuable for that, isn't it, to give you that confidence in any sphere of life. Absolutely. And also, yes, I mean, even here more locally, something like that you've just reminded me, a couple of years ago, one of the Year 13 Young Enterprise groups, the person who presented, they won the competition, and the person who presented for them was a drama student. She'd done Lambda with me, and she said, Miss, it's the drama, what did it? <laughs> <laughs> so that was always really nice to hear. Lovely. So do you think there are any transferable skills from learning drama? Well, there is a direct skill. If you want to do drama GCSE, the unit, the paper unit two is basically the step up from the Lambda that we do, where we do a monologue and a duologue. But also there's transferable skills in terms of um, literature, definitely, because in terms of I mean, I certainly, in my degree, I ended up writing about the play, The Way of the World, that I'd performed in, in the restoration drama paper, rather than the things I'd attended in terms of lectures, because I knew it so well and the play so well. Similarly, Shakespeare paper, that was my highest marks, I think, again, because of knowing it from the performance perspective. But actually, uh, those are kind of very literal, direct, transferable skills. You start to understand conventions because you work with different scripts and different styles of scripts but there's there are much wider things there's the creativity and imagination because you're that is absolutely having to be extended because you are generating material you're playing around with it you're responding creatively that's what they're testing that's the skills that we're trying to develop but also one that I think is very important is making choices because there aren't right answers 
And that leads to also this idea of analyzing and evaluating, that you're having to actually think about the material. You're having to come up with ideas. You're analyzing what will be the best idea. You're evaluating what works, what doesn't work. And you're creating something very original. So you have to back your own choices, <laughs> commit to them and refine them. Um, and listening to feedback, that idea of working with people and getting advice and then refining, there's all space for that. So those skills are being honed. The thing I think is really impressive as well is the project management that I get to see the students. We start with nothing and then through that they have to develop some resilience, but also the ability to sustain and develop their ideas and sort of building to that long project that where there's fruition at the end of it is a really useful dynamic, I think, to keep things, be able to keep things ticking over. Personally, I think through getting into the shoes of other people, you end up developing some empathy and understanding of different cultures, but also and sort of different places, different locations. Of course, it depends which scripts you choose, but you also get to hear a lot the scripts from everyone else in your group. So you've got four people, eight scripts, and so there is a wide range of things going on. Um, but I also think by experimenting with different ways of being, you start to sort of get to know yourself and also what you can experiment and develop skills of possibility for yourself of how you want to be. Plus, or you get the other thing, which is extremes, I've, uh, which is sometimes really nice of being people you'd never be like a vampire or the Joker or like some sci-fi character. So that's also, you know, playing around with um, ways of being, I think is important. Bravery, because although we create a nice, safe, supportive place in the classroom, but there's also no place to hide. There are just four of you and you have to give of yourself and and give things a go and that's how you also realize that everything you can discover is by experimentation I think the scientific method again um, having fun really important learning to be playful with things and each other comedy comic timing these are things that can ease the wheels of life so I think that's important um, yes and just being transported to different cultures times places exposed to other experience I think all of that can help as well as the new friends now, outside your school drama room, um, what are you interested in? I, I'm thinking it's still drama. Anything else that we don't know about you at the moment? Well, yeah, no, I do go to the theatre and yes, and I love all of that. But my partner's a professor at Oxford who teaches film studies. And so actually film is where we came together as well, because I love film, classic Hollywood film, world cinema, all sorts of things. So we're, um, we spend a lot of time watching films and commenting and analysing and evaluating because <laughs> there are all those kind of skills. Um, but also living in Oxfordshire now, I have a garden and I've always been an incredibly impassioned eco-warrior and kind of planet um, protester. And now I have my own garden. I've converted it into being a complete wildlife garden. And we've got a hedgehog and we've got a pond and we've got birds. And it's just a joy to see the bees and the butterflies sort of enjoying flowers and plants that you've chosen for them. Um, and that's a lovely place to escape to. I can imagine you performing in your beautiful garden. <laughs> <laughs> I have performed outside a couple of times, but um, at the twilight time, you do tend to. I was in a merchant for Venice, and we were walking across the stage, and your mouth does get full of bugs rather. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, on that note, I think we're going to uh, introduce some of your students now. We've got Martha, Layla, Natasha, Ashani and Keris. Martha and Layla are both from year eight and I think they're doing grade four. So let's uh, turn to Martha first. Hello. Hi. 
So just tell me, what's your favourite subject at school and why? Well, my favourite subject is probably art, but land is a close second. Because I think I prefer creative subjects. I think I'm more of a creative person. So why did you decide to do drama to take your Lambda exams? Uh, well, I've always enjoyed drama and um, I was in a play in my old school. And yeah, I, thought, I guess I just sort of wanted to do a bit more of it. So let's talk to Leila now, who's also in year eight. Hi. So Leila, tell me a little bit more about yourself. What are your favourite subjects? Do you have any hobbies? Well, I really enjoy science um, because I find just um, specifically biology, just because I find it really fascinating and I really enjoy it. I also like creative subjects like Martha. I also do a lot of sport outside school, which I really enjoy. Are there anything, any things that you found particularly challenging about studying Lambda? Well, Lambda, well, the exam is two parts, practical and theory. And I didn't really expect so much theory, but um, it kind of shows how much background there is to like every story or every like short scene. And you really have to consider every detail and every movement you choose to make in your scene purposely and like the words you emphasize. So um, I learned. So, yeah, it was interesting kind of looking into like a deeper meaning of the pieces. Interesting. So let's talk to Natasha now. I'm going to ask you the same questions. What are your favourite subjects and your hobbies? Um, well, similar to Layla, I really enjoy biology because I think it is, as she said, so fascinating and it just opens up so many opportunities for what you could do in the future and there's so many things that I'm interested in um, in the future because I'm not a particularly creative person, which is probably why I did Lambda, I think, because it's just so improved that creativity that I have. So did you find it challenging then if you're, if you, you're saying you're not creative and you walk in and then you've got to perform in front of people? Have you found that a real challenge? At the start of year seven, I actually had Miss Penglaze for drama and she was so encouraging and she made me really love it. So I decided that I was going to try Lambda. And at the beginning, it was, you know, a bit nerve wracking because I wasn't really sure what to do. And it was a bit daunting but then as you start doing it it really just becomes natural and so exciting and interesting and fun. I expect Miss Penglaze is near and I think she's probably blushing now with you <laughs> saying lovely things about her. <laughs> so is it different to how you'd imagined it to be? I think obviously uh, Leila found that there was more theory. Is it, is it a little bit different to how you imagined? I think that it's much more group orientated than I thought it would be there's so much that we do together and currently my duologue partner now we're really close friends and when we're working for ideas we just completely bounce off each other's ideas and it works so so well and I didn't expect such teamwork to come from it as well. Mm. Let's talk to Ashani now shall we? Ashani is in year nine too so I expect you know what I'm going to ask you. <laughs> Tell me about your, your favourite subjects and your hobbies and why you do why you do Lambda. Well my favourite subjects are probably Spanish and German because I really enjoy learning languages. I think they're really helpful and I also think it's very useful in general to have multiple languages. I play a lot of sport and I also enjoy a bit of reading every now and then. I really enjoy Lambda and I think a lot of the reason why I started doing it was because so many people had said it would be lots of fun and it was a good learning opportunity. And I think I've 
my confidence has grown since I started. And I really do owe that to Miss Penglis because I think I wouldn't have gotten as far as I have if not for her. And it's the environment of it is so nice because it's it gets a bit tricky with obviously the theory at times, but even the people you work with are also helpful. And I think that's really nice that we do it in a small group. And then when I was younger and I did Lambda type things, it made me read a bit more. Has it made you read a bit more and, and look into things? Yeah. And it's also helped me with my English because I find now I'm looking for more specific things rather than just kind of guessing a lot of the time. And did you find any particular bits of it more difficult than others? Well, I found theory more difficult, but I think that's because when I went into Lambda, I was just expecting a lot of practical work. But we do do a lot of practical work in the lessons, but after lessons, we'll do more theory-based things. And I think it's tough, but because we get so much help with it, by the end, when I have to perform my theory, I find it a lot easier and it goes more smoothly. Wonderful. Let's talk to Karis now, also in year nine. Hi, Karis. Hi. <laughs> so um, I'm going to change it up a bit and, and ask why you took Lambda and, and what you think you've learned from it. Um, I took Lambda because, uh, like, similar to Martha and Layla, and I'm really into creative subjects and things, and I sort of thrive off the nerves that you do when you're performing on stage. I really enjoy them. Um, so I think I joined to sort of get more of that because I don't really do drama outside of school. So did you feel you were confident before? I definitely would say that my confidence has improved. I think I wasn't necessarily like not confident, but I'm definitely a lot more confident after Lambda. I've been promised that we're going to have uh, performances of some extracts of your pieces. So this is the moment I've been waiting for and we're going to hand over to Martha and Layla. So for my duologue, I chose the um, a scene from The Importance of Being Earnest. Um, and I am the character Cecily. It would distress me more than I can tell you, dear Gwendolyn, if it caused you any mental or physical anguish, but I feel bound to point out that since Ernest proposed to you, he clearly has changed his mind. Uh, hi, I chose um, a scene from After Juliet by uh, Shaman MacDonald. Um, my character is Rosaline. Later still you took my love and didn't know you'd done it, and having taken him you let him die. If you'd swallowed the friar's potion earlier, you would have wakened and my love would be alive. None of this would have happened. Okay, so I'm going to head over now to Natasha. So my duologue, I chose a piece from An Inspector Calls, uh, written by J.B. Priestley, and I'm playing the role of Mr. Burling. I thought you must be. I was an older man for years, and Lord Mayor two years ago, and I'm still on the bench. So I know the Romu police officers pretty well, and I thought I'd never seen you before. We're going to hand over the microphone now to Ashani. So I chose a piece from Your Good Man, Charlie Brown by Clark Jessner, and I'll be playing the role of Charlie Brown. There's a cute little red-headed girl eating her lunch over there. I wonder what she'd do if I went over and asked her if I could sit and have lunch with her. She'd probably laugh right in my face. It's hard on her face when it gets laughed in. And finally to Karis. Um, I'll be playing the role of Margaret from a book, Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret by Judy Bloom. On Wednesday, during an arithmetic review, I heard a bird go peep. Lots of other kids heard it too, and so did Mr Benedict. I know because he looked up. They're great pieces. Karis, I was just wondering, tell me why you chose that piece and the book. Well, I'm actually 
quite religious myself and I really related to the character um, as she goes through the book trying to discover herself and her religious point of view. Um, so I always loved the book when I was growing up and I really related to her. So I thought it would be, it's quite contrasting to my duologue as well and it would just be like nice for me as well because it's quite close to home. Mm. Ashani, some humour there from Charlie Brown. Why did you choose that piece? Well, I've always loved Charlie Brown as a character. I also love Snoopy. Um, my dog is a beagle, so <laughs> <laughs> it had to come. Um, but I really enjoyed the piece, and I also thought I, I really felt bad for Charlie. And I really just, when I first watched Your Good Man, Charlie Brown, I not only related to the character, but I also just felt so bad for him. And I thought, like, I'd love to give my own take on him and how he feels. Fantastic. Natasha, what about you? Why did you choose your piece? Um, well, so we previously studied in spectacle in English the year before in year eight. And so I already knew so much about um, in Inspector Calls and I thought it'd be so interesting to put out my own version of Mr. Burling because we'd watched the film in English and I kind of was watching the actor play Mr. Burling and I was kind of thinking to myself, it would be interesting to see what I would do if I was in that situation. Because there were some things that I thought, oh, wow, that looks really good. And there were some things that I thought, well, I would do that differently if I was playing that. And I just wanted to see how it would come out. Great. Nice to see you put your own uh, stance on something. What about you, Leila? I chose my piece with my partner as our free choice, actually. And I think we chose it because we were both previously studying the importance of being earnest in drama, that term. Um, so I think we felt quite familiar with it and we still are. And there are some really funny um, scenes in it. And I do really like acting kind of comedic comical scenes. So, yeah. Okay. And finally, Martha. Well, Rosaline, my character, she's very uh, confident, which is, I mean, I'm not the most confident person, but Lander has definitely helped me with that. But, I mean, I thought it would be, I know, I thought it would be cool to have a bit of a contrast, I guess. Marvellous. Well, I've thoroughly enjoyed listening to all your pieces and I know that you're going to have to perform them. So very good luck with that. I know you've got showcases coming up. Really good luck. And uh, I hope you perform them really well. It's been lovely to meet you all today and, of course, to meet Miss Penglaze too. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's it for this episode. If you've heard anything on this podcast and would like to get in touch with the school, then just visit channing.co.uk. But also, our next episode is coming out soon. So in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.